What's up, Abundant Babe? I'm so glad you found your way here. You're in the right place for the highest of vibes, the silliest of laughs, and the best of the bunch. All things related to spiritual entrepreneurship and creating holistic success. This is your host, Viola Hug, a coach for women who desire to have it all, alignment, wealth, impact, and joy. Come find me at Viola Hug on Instagram, join my free Abundant Babes group on Facebook, or grab a copy of my best-selling book, You Are an Abundant Babe, on Amazon. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Abundant Babes podcast. It's Viola, your host, and I'm here today with Shana. Wait, am I saying your name right? I was like, damn it. I was going to confirm with you before because I was like, this is like one of those things. So I like, I'm Canadian and people say names a specific way in Canada. And then you go to New Zealand and people pronounce the exact same spelt name in a completely different way. (laughs) Um, Like for example, the name that in Canada is Tara in New Zealand is Tara. And so it's like very confusing. And I was yeah. like, I have to confirm because your name is one of those. <laughs> yes. But welcome. It's all good though. I, I, I've been called something different my whole, like it's Shana, Shauna, Shanna. I, I hear it all and I'm cool with anything. As long yeah. as you get relatively close, I'll answer. <laughs> That's like people say to me, are you like Viola or Viola? I'm like, I honestly don't notice a difference. It's so funny though. Cause my husband's like, no, it's Viola. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? My mom would say the same. It's actually Shayna. Long yeah. <laughs> So Shayna, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Um, it's, yeah, it's awesome to have you here. So for those of you who like don't know Shayna at all, we're going to have like a really cool conversation and Shayna helps people build their brand and digital business resources creatively, but also professionally so that your business has a strong voice in the online space, which is I think really cool because one, we haven't had something where we're talking a little bit more of strategy, like from this perspective in a little while on the podcast. And it's going to be really, really fun hearing your perspective. And fun fact, Shane and I just found out we live in the exact same city. Which is so crazy. <laughs> I know, of all the places, like the reason when you first asked, I was like, oh, Ontario, Canada, because some people don't even know where that is, you know? Right. <laughs> so. I know, it's funny. That's so funny. So, okay. So now that we, we have like, kind of like that, like, tell us more like, um, personally, like, uh, so you're from London, Ontario. You've lived here most of your life. Um, but like, where does your story begin? Like, have you always been entrepreneurial? Like where did it all begin? Yeah. I mean, really, I have always been on an, an, uh, had that entrepreneurial spirit. My mom yeah. was an entrepreneur. She had her own business her whole life. Um, she had a cleaning company and, um, I think, I think I've become on and become entrepreneurial by watching her, um, just one, have her own schedule and, you know, just be in control of her own life. And even though things weren't always roses and, and perfect in our life, um, I just, I, I just really loved how determined she was and how, um, she just seemed to make things happen. And I think, I don't know how that sort of played into me becoming Mm -hmm. or wanting to be an entrepreneur, but I know that, um, I didn't come from that traditional family where mom and dad left every day at 9am, went to a job and came home. Like my mom's schedule was always so flexible. She was always there for us too. Yeah. So I feel like that's kind of where the, where it started for me. Um, but I've just always had this, this want for being my own boss. Um, I just, I, I, you know, I, I started in graphic design and I did work for other people, but I've always, each job that I had, I always had, you know, had this drive to want to be at the top of it or be like a manager or a leader or something, you know? So 
I've always had that 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 drive to be at the 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 best position that I possibly could when I did have jobs. And I mm-hmm. actually didn't become an entrepreneur um my own in my own business until I was in my mid 30s when I had my third baby. I was introduced to network marketing. Mm-hmm. And that was my first um real you know, I guess experience with being an entrepreneur and having my own business was through mm-hmm. the network marketing model. And I, um, I still have that business today and it's great and I love it and I'm a huge, huge advocate for it. But what that business really did was prepare me for, for what, you know, I am today, which is my own brand, my own business, my own um, company where I teach people how to have their own online business, their own online brand. Mm -hmm. And I feel like moving into network marketing was for me a stepping stone to show me what was possible, you know, in the entrepreneurial world. And I think that's what that, that platform is really great at is, is become entrepreneurs and business owners. And it also makes a great extra stream of income for sure. But I think also like um, with network marketing, it's like, it's not only just like the teaching you to be an entrepreneur, but show you what's possible in the field, you know, like, because I also started off in network marketing and like before then I'd never met anyone who was like, who was, were both parents were stay at home, you know, like I'd never met anyone who was 20 and making six figures, you know, like I'd never met people like that in my normal life. And then suddenly this is like the norm, you know, and I'm like, whoa, this is like a whole new world. And so it like gave me so much more confidence to believe in the possibility of what's, you know, what's available. Oh, for sure. And it's actually what network marketing was the industry that opened me up to personal development. Yeah, like me too. Done, yeah. Like I had done, you know, 15 years as a graphic designer mm-hmm. working for in an agency and whatever. And yeah, I learned how to do design and went to design conferences and stuff, but nobody taught me about mindset. Nobody taught me about how to be, you know, how to think better and how to attract more things to my life energetically. And no, like there was no mindset talk. It was all like, oh, use this new software to create this new thing and that kind of stuff. And so network marketing totally busted open my mind to mm-hmm. personal development, um, the power of thought, you know, energy, uh, all that kind of good stuff. And so that also helped lead me into, you know, what I'm doing today, because, you know, like you said, being part of network marketing showed me what was possible mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur versus working for somebody else. So it was about, um, I guess about six years into my network marketing business where I had built it up to a certain place, you know, I was doing the six figures a year. I was a leader, you know, you know, top in the company kind of thing mm-hmm. where I started going like, okay, there's, there's gotta be a, a bigger way that I can impact people. Because as much as I love my company, everything I was doing, I was finding I was getting stuck on, I could only help people who wanted to join my business. Yes. That was just like me. Mm -hmm. Right. And I I felt like, you know what? I have a voice. I have experience. I know things. I can help more people than just people who, you know, would want to join my network marketing business. So that's when I started actually becoming, I became a coach in the network marketing space. Mm -hmm. And the reason I chose to become a coach in that room, I could see the possibilities of what was happening online with people who Mm -hmm. were things like social media, Instagram, Facebook to build a brand and, you know, share content and build a following and create programs and courses. And I thought for myself at the time, well, the one thing that I'm good at is I guess network marketing. So I knew I wanted to do that. And I chose the network marketing space to do it and to start because I thought, well, that's what I'm good at because this is what I built. But what I realized in about a year and a half into doing that was I loved the coaching. I loved the creating of programs. I loved all of that stuff, but I was 
coaching, the, the coaching of network marketing was the thing that wasn't fitting. Right. And I had to kind of go through that though. I find that there's, um, life puts us on paths, I think, because we have to learn lessons and sometimes those paths seem wrong, but they're actually really right. Mm -hmm. And it's in, it's in going down a path that I'm like, this doesn't feel right. Why is this not feeling right? And it was like, I needed to experience that in order to figure out what the right thing was. And for me, I realized that the thing that I really wanted to talk about, the things that I really wanted to help people with is how to take action and build those dreams that are in their heart. Like how to you know, build a business and how to take that thing that you're super passionate about and how to turn it into something that can make you an income, but then also impact the world. And so I kind of had to go down this kind of windy road in order to get to this space. And I think Mm -hmm. it's, it's always, it's always going to be winding and there's always going to be pivots and things that happen. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's, it's, it's today, my business is what, um, what I've felt that passion for was I want to help people you know, move into doing the things that really light them up so that they can wake up every day doing work that they love. Like to mm-hmm. me, that's like so grateful that I have that. And how can I help more people have that too? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I, what I love about your story is like how you share that there was like all of these kind of like stepping stones to get to the point that you are now, but yet at every stage, the stepping stone felt like the right, the best, next best decision, you know? Yeah. And it felt right at the time. And then it's like the growth and evolution. Cause I think sometimes like I have clients sometimes who, um, I might do a one-off session and they're talking to me about their like vision and they're like, yeah, but I just don't know how this all fits into the big picture. Like, I don't know if this is what I'll still want to be doing in 10 years. And I'm like, dude, like you don't need to worry about 10 years. It's like when you follow what, what you're passionate about, you have this attitude, right? Because I think it's like really our attitude and our desire to live in purpose Um, Mm -hmm. like I always say, like our, our purpose is something that's channeled through us, not a particular job or career, you know, like it can be, it can come out in so many different forms. So when we, we have that kind of personality or attitude or commitment towards the life that we want to live, then we're always going to be making the right decisions to align deeper and deeper and deeper with that at every level of our growth in our life. Absolutely. And I think when we hit things that seem like obstacles, it's because there's something that we needed to learn. Yeah. And then, and that obstacle, which seems like, Oh, why is this happening to me right now? You're learning something, but then it's also moving you. Cause once you learn that lesson, you move closer to the thing that you're, I believe meant to meant to do on this planet. And it's mm-hmm. because you learn something you're like, okay, I don't want to do that again. But now I've realized I don't want to do that. And maybe, you know, the next step will, will reveal itself as you're going through uh-huh. that. And that's what I've found. It's like, you know, I loved, I loved um, coaching and I loved, I just, for me, I wasn't coaching the right thing, but I, ha- that was the, that was the trigger to get me to actually do the coaching mm-hmm. was because I thought that's, that was what I was good at. And I think like universe, the universe kind of pushed me. It's like, okay, if we, to get you to do this, we'll, we'll get you to do it this way for, you know, to try it this way. And once you realize that, you know, you love coaching maybe you're not doing the right topic, but that once I figured that out, the next step for me appeared, but I wouldn't have taken that step if I didn't, you know, start coaching in the network marketing space. Cause that was, mm-hmm. that's kind of what pushed me to be able to do it. So mm-hmm. you can't be afraid. You have to just do like, I I'm a big believer that if you just take action, you'll figure out, like, that's how you're going to figure out your next step. That's mm-hmm. how you're going to figure out what you're meant to do is just by taking action. You cannot, you cannot look at the whole staircase and go like, oh my gosh, I got to do all, figure out all of these steps before I can actually do anything. And I think that that's where a lot of people get tripped up and they get stuck yeah. there. You yeah. just have to look at the first step. <laughs> 
Right. It's like my favorite analogy that someone told me once about this concept. They're just like, you could read an entire manual about riding a bike and it would tell you nothing. <laughs> like, yeah. So you know, know yeah, you know where the, the pedals are and you know the, how to turn the thing, but it's like until you get on it, like, and when you get on it, it just like, nobody has to tell you that when you turn the handle, the wheel goes a different way. You figure it out because you get on and you turn it and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And the next thing you know, you get it, you know, but like, yeah, just get on, start riding and, you know, you'll and, and expect to fall. You know, that's the thing too. Yeah. I think a lot of times people go through the process of wanting to start a business and, you know, they go through and they're just so eager to make the money and be able to like, you know, have the things. And it's like, you see entrepreneurs out there who look like they have it all. Like I know there's, there's tons of people I follow, the Angie Lees, the Lori Harders, all these people. And you're like, their life is so amazing. It must be so easy for them. But what we don't see is the 10 years of them tripping and falling and trying and doing and over doing it over again and having nobody show up or having like all of the stuff that goes in between. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, that's the stuff that you have to fall in love with because that's always going to be there. (laughs) You know, the falling off the bike is always going to happen. Yeah, exactly. It's like that, that quote that's like, um, uh, it's like, I haven't, it's not that I've, I don't, I can't remember they started the quote, but the end of it, the part of it is like, I've just failed more than you, you know, like yeah. it's about success. It's like the, my, yeah. the only difference between you and me is I failed more. And yeah. that's so true. And it's like, I feel like we're in this society where we're like taught to be afraid of failure. We're taught to be afraid of doing things wrong. Like already from like, they put big red X's on your homework, yes. you know, when you do something wrong at school and Um, It's just like, and also because we live in a world where, you know, usually like our parents instill in us what they valued. Like if they were really great at academics, they expect you to be really good at academics. And academics is something, I mean, I think generally the population is really, really big on, but it's not necessarily like a true test for like purpose in your life. (laughs) I mean, it's just like... It's just it's a list. because I have two teenagers right now. Mm-hmm. I have three kids and two of them are teens and, and one's in grade 12 and, you know, he's really working on his marks and he wants mm-hmm. to get to university and, and, you know, really try to figure out what he's doing. And, you know, there's nerves and he's, you know, he's, he does okay in school, but he's not like, you know, an A straight A student or anything yeah. like that. And I keep trying to remind him that just, just, you know, cause he's all worried that he's going to make the wrong decision, what he picks for school and everything. And I'm like, you know, just, just do the best you can pick something, get going. You're going to discover soon enough if you like it or not. And if you don't, then, then you can change your mind. And I said, look at me. I said, you know, I went to school for graphic design. My grades in high school were crap. (laughs) Like, let's just be real. Like they were crap. And it has all of that. What I went through in high school, my grades, what I took in college and university, all those things, like none of that really has anything to do with what I'm doing right now. you know? And so it's like, I'm just trying to tell them like, don't put too much pressure on yourself to try and have it all figured out and have this like, you know, not to say don't get good grades, but I'm just saying like, don't feel like you're, you're not going to amount to anything. If you, yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like this whole thing that I would say, it's like, you can go through it. It's the same as like, sometimes like entrepreneurs, they have a bad day and then they like, don't do the post and they didn't say the right thing on their launch video or like whatever. And then they're like, Oh my God, like I'm a failure, but it's like, no, like, don't make it mean anything. It's just like, yeah, it's just an experience. Right. And, um, 
And that's like the biggest thing that I wish I understood when I was a kid, because everything was like, you're not good enough to myself because I'd been raised in that, you know, space. It's like, I didn't get the right grade. And so I'm not good enough. Or I did get a good grade, but that person got a better grade. So I'm still not good enough. Or, you know, whatever the the comparison or self criticism was, it was, it was always from this place that everything is this big deal. And then like a year later, you have no, you're like, what was that test again? I can't even remember. Like nobody cares. And so it's, yeah, it's the same in business. It's like, we think that these like small things that happen to us are the biggest deal ever, but really it's just your attitude about them. That is the biggest thing. And if you can just like move through, um, through challenge with compassion for yourself, like understand that you're going to feel emotions, but it doesn't mean anything bad about you if you experience emotions and it doesn't mean anything bad about you if a client decides to quit or if, um, you know, like it's just part of like exactly like what you said, we go through things in order to learn what we need to learn to step into the next version of ourselves. For sure. And I think one of the biggest, you know, from a strategy standpoint, when it comes to stuff like that, as you're growing through and building your business is to be Mm -hmm. able to share those experiences through your social media. Like, I think that's one of the um, biggest impacts that we can have right now as entrepreneurs and as people out there who are trying to inspire other people to do the things is to show them, not, not just show them the highlight reels, like to show them the struggle, to show them the times that you did fall and to show them the things that are um, hard for you right now. Like I know I go through seasons where I'm really great on my social media and I can show up on my Insta stories every day and I'm talking and I'm giving value and I'm doing all the things. And then I go through seasons where like, I don't even want to post anything for a while. Mm -hmm. Like I just, I go through these struggles, but I try and make sure that when I'm going through one of those struggles that I, I, I'm sharing a little, little pieces of it in my posts. and, And if I can, you know, if I do do a story or something like that, because I want people to see like, I don't always have it figured out. I don't always know exactly what's going on. I don't always feel like, you know, showing up and being like, you know, the highlight reel all the time. Like sometimes I have crappy times and crappy moments mm-hmm. in my business and I'm still trying to figure it out. And and I want my viewers and the people who follow me to see that, that I'm human like that because yeah. I, I, it's, it's, sometimes it's hard because people get into comparison mode and they think that, well, I can't do what she's doing because look at her. She's like that all the time. But no, we're really not like that all the time. And, and that's like for, it makes so much sense when you say it like that from the viewer, I think for the person, for the individual that's like going through that and posting it though, it's mm-hmm. like, and this is my experience and what I've seen in my clients and stuff as well, though, is like, we always think that what we're going through is like, um, like we, we put this kind of like lens on it. Like we think that, oh, just because we didn't feel like posting today, like now that, that which, if we admit that online, then we would be like not good enough or, you know, yeah. we have these kind of like things where it's like what we do, if like someone else posted, it would be like, oh my God, relate, hashtag, yeah. like whatever, yeah. like, please like share. All yeah, <laughs> exactly. But then when it comes to us, we're like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. I don't know how I can share this without sounding whiny. Like we get all yeah. like in our head about it, but that's where like, um, a huge like learning for me as well was understanding that like what you think is just like common sense or everyday life people actually want to see that part because the more of a picture they have of who you are as a whole the more they're gonna actually like be led by you because they're seeing how you're leading yourself yeah and I think that um it, it like it shows that human side that you're not like that we're not that we're all kind of the same but different and I you know, if I were to lose a client because I posted someday that I just wasn't feeling like showing up on social media, then that person was never my client to begin with. Oh my God. Like, 
my yeah. people are my people, right? Like I can, I, we can have real conversations and sometimes like, you know, to share your feelings, like one of the girls I follow, Angie Lee, and I, I love, I love her. her. Yeah. She just is so real. And like, I, I watch what she does. And like, I even kind of get to myself and go, Shana, you need to show up more. This is one of my struggles that I've been having. If we're going to be honest about struggles mm -hmm. is that I know I'm not allowing, and I actually did a post on this not too long ago. Um, I know I'm not allowing my full self to come to the social media table. Cause I, there is that part of me that's like, Ooh, well, what will people think of this? Well, does that sound stupid? Or is this, does this make me look kind of crazy if I talk about this? And then yet I look at someone like Angie Lee and I think like she lets her full, you know, badass mm -hmm. self out onto social media. And I am envious of that. I'm like, I really love how she does that. Why do I not fully do that myself? And so I, I think I, you know, it's like, sometimes you have to sort of take a step back and kind of look at, okay, who, who am I really? And who do I really want to be? And how do I allow that to come out? And sometimes like, you know, you've got to take a step back to take a look at that and then figure that out and then, you know, allow that to come through. And, you know, yeah. that's, that's absolutely a season that I've been feeling these last few weeks. I think as we're ending out 2019 and about to start 2020, I keep thinking, you know, like, who do I want to be in 2020? Yeah. Who do I want this next evolution of myself to be and sort of working through that person, you know? I, uh, I, it's so funny because I fully had that kind of perspective from the beginning as well of like, really, who are you showing up as and stuff? Cause I, I've had one of my biggest struggles in my life is feeling misunderstood. So like my fear that if I say something and it's coming from my heart and someone misunderstands that, then I'll be more hurt because, yeah. you know, like it's from my heart, but they just think I'm trying to be salesy or they just think I'm being rude or yeah. whatever. And then that's like more painful to me than if I like, don't say exactly what I'm thinking and people don't really get it. I'm just like, Oh, whatever, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so that was like such a huge struggle for me. And um, one of the things, and it's still like one of the things that wakes me up the most is whenever I've asked like clients or even if they've just like pe random people have messaged me online the number one thing people say to me is like oh you're so relatable like you can just show up with your hair a mess and no yeah. makeup and you're still what, doing it and I'm just like well thanks but you know I also show up looking good sometimes yeah yeah and then just like I had so we just moved into our, our house um this month and uh, the first like five days of the month we didn't have a couch so we just had like a rug on the floor with like a pillow and that was basically our living room um and so we and we just got a new kitten so I'm like obsessing over my kitten laying on the floor like doing that basically every day and the next thing I realized it's been like five days and all I've been doing is staring at my cat on the floor <laughs> And then I would like, I like shared that just like jokingly. And I'm like, well, like I've just been laying on the floor for five days. Yeah. And people are just like, oh my gosh, seriously. Like I had like two or three people message me and they're like, and that's why you're going to be my coach because you can like keep it real and you don't have to always be hustling to be successful. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. You know, yeah. like he, and here I am, like, I could have had the thought of like, oh my God, I can't admit that I've done nothing for five days. You know, like I could have easily had that thought. And there was a time in my life where I for sure would never have admitted that. Cause I'm like, what kind of leader lays on the floor for five days? I should be up at 5am drinking green smoothies. Yeah. Green so, smoothies. Like, <laughs> things, right? I yeah. And it's true. And I think that that's, that's what makes you unique. And that's what people, that's what they get drawn to. And I think that's also what builds like, you know, no like, and trust is so important, but I think people can feel when things are inauthentic. And I think yeah. they can, 
we can sense that energy. And so it's like, you know, one of the things that I teach is, is always about clarity. Like the first step in, in creating anything online is about clarity, you know, clarity in your niche and who you want to talk to and serve. But the other side of that clarity is who are you? Figuring yeah. out who are you? How do you want to show up? What pieces and parts of your, your personality and your experiences and your journey do you want to bring to the table? Cause it's not everything that I've been through. Do I talk about all the time, but I am, I'm definitely, there's definitely a lot of what I've experienced in my life that I do talk about and because I think there's value in it. I think there's value in some of those experiences that other people can learn from and, and grow through like I did. But, mm -hmm. you know, you have to be clear on, on, you know, what are those pieces and parts of you that you want to have show up in your brand and, um, you know, having your cat and having that time on the floor and, and spending time like not doing work every once in a while is like totally cool. And I think that that yeah. is, that you know you know in your brand that you get to to allow that to come through and the right people will find you and be attracted to that exactly yeah exactly that and that and that's the thing it's like um a huge part of what I talk about is like it's when your energy is in alignment so it's like I didn't need to be doing social media posts every day and I still like I made more in the first three days of this month than I made all of December last year like <laughs> you know, and I was something right when, <laughs> and I'm laying on the floor. Right. But it's yeah. like, but that's the biggest thing for me is like, I don't force anything. Like I want to have fun in my business. So I'm not going to force myself to do stuff I don't want to do. And so of yeah. course that fits my brand, you know? Well, um, and I, think, I think that also goes back to, you know, when I talked about pivoting in my, in mm -hmm. my brand and pivoting in your, in your business is that you have to be um, aware of your feelings and how you, and, and like be aware of your energy when you're doing certain things. Like when I made that pivot going from coaching network marketing to coaching business, it was because I wasn't having fun anymore. Like I was doing something that was feeling forced. I was, yeah. doing that was like, I just was like, I just, I could tell energetically I wasn't the right path for me because I started not enjoying it anymore. Yeah. And you have to listen to those things, those things, because the, the fun and the joy, I mean, not everything's always going to be joyful and super fun in, in, in your business. There's always going to be things that are, are going to be hard, but in general, if you're losing that, you know, if you, if you're waking every day, every day, dreading the things that you need to do, and it's a consistent feeling of dread, then I think that's trying to tell you something <laughs> like maybe yeah. it's time to look at a pivot or, you know, just assess why are you feeling that and, and how can you bring the fun back in and, and maybe there's a shift or a change that needs to happen. So, well, exactly. And it was like this year, like, um, at the start of the year, I was running a couple of programs, like, because I've like, you know, successfully launched my podcast and I've written and published a book. And like, so I had like programs where I was kind of like helping people through that process. And I loved them at the start because it was like the most exciting thing in the world for me. But then when I kind of did it a couple of times, I'm like, you know what, this isn't that fun anymore. <laughs> like, yeah. it's still like, I want people to do this and I still help my one-on-ones and all that stuff with that with that but I was like this isn't so fun anymore and I was like what feels fun to me and I'm like ooh, like more energy work and then me being able to like um kind of like put that to the side allowed this like these new really exciting programs to channel through mm -hmm. and um then that's like and then I was like completely lit up by it again and I knew that it was like time when I was like running the program and I was just like oh, I'm just going to be saying the same thing again and blah, 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 you know, like, and I was like, oh gosh, this is like, this needs to change right now. Yeah. And then, and then giving yourself that time and that grace to be yeah. able to go through those changes. Like when I started to feel like I needed to pivot in my business, it was a good, you know, two months or so where I was just, 
um, a little bit more quiet where I stopped really promoting the network marketing programs anymore. And I was starting to think about, you know, what, what was my next move? And, you know, it's just kind of, um, working through it and giving myself that pause to be able to make the space, to be able to hear the messaging that I needed to hear in order to, you know, to figure out like, Hey, wait a minute. And, and how I figured it out was, was, um, you know, I was actually having a fun moment when it kind of came to me. I was with a friend, we were on my patio, we were enjoying a good evening. We were catching up. I hadn't seen her in a while. And she started sharing with me that she wanted to start a business and she started talking about her idea. And I just like, I like was like almost vomiting <laughs> like ideas on her. I was like, Oh my gosh, you need to do this and you have to create this. And <laughs> oh my gosh, this could happen. And like, I like I had the vision of her entire business in my mind within a matter of like 15, 20 minutes of her sharing. Yeah. And it was in that moment I was like, Oh my gosh, this is what I need to be talking about. Obviously I have a passion for this. Right. So I had to give myself that time and that space have the awareness that something was wrong and then give myself that space to kind of figure it out. And then in a moment of enjoyment, the idea came flooding in and I was like, this is what I should be teaching. And, uh, and that's when I made that pivot, but you have to have that awareness. And sometimes people need to be taught how to have an awareness for things like that. Cause sometimes yeah. we can be on autopilot and we just think we are, we're just having a shitty day or whatever, but sometimes you have to like, you know, make yourself aware of why am I having this shitty day? What's happening? Yeah. What's going on? And, and take stock of that kind of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, while as well, like we have, we're having this conversation cause I know that strategy is something that you're so great at with like business startup and everything is like, um, uh, and social media is like another big thing. Can you talk to us a little bit about social media strategy? Like what's your kind of like vibe on that? Yeah, absolutely. I, well, here's the thing with social media is you have to show up like a hundred percent. Like you can't, it's not something, even when I'm in a crappy moment or a season where I don't feel like showing up, I will still make efforts to show up as much as I possibly can because consistency is key. Cause if you're going to be seen on social media, you can't just post once a week or twice a week and expect people to see it. They're not going to see it because the, the social media channels that exist right now are, are one, they're either really full like Instagram and Facebook, or they're filling up quickly like TikTok and LinkedIn. So it's kind of like, you've got to show up consistently where your ideal clients are hanging out. And even if you don't feel like it, sometimes you still got to do it anyways. <laughs> so it's, you know, doing a post or mm-hmm. if it's even spending, you know, 10, 15 minutes, you know, commenting on some of your, you know, followers posts or right. whatever it be. Um, it's understanding where, what people are watching. So to me, if if you had to choose between doing an Instagram post or showing up in your stories every day, I would say show up in your stories every day because that's more of what people are watching. Oh my God. I love stories. They're like my favorite place ever. They are. They're so much fun. They're people get, people get hung up on showing themselves in their stories and talking in their stories. So that would be my tip number two is that you have to show up and you have to, it's almost like documenting your journey and it doesn't always have to be like, I had had one of my clients we talked, I talked with this morning, actually, she was talking about, she, she struggles with showing up in her Instagram stories and she's about to launch something. And so I said, think of your stories like this, break it into three parts. Like one part being, um, here's a personal piece of my life. So maybe it's you Mm -hmm. doing your journaling routine and your coffee in the morning. And then a second post in the day would be something value added. That is something that has to do with the product you're about to launch. So maybe you give a tip or you're talking about an experience that you just had with a client, something value added, and then you sandwich it out with another sort of 
personal fun thing that happened to you in that day or something that you can share that's more just personal related because what that does is it builds that no piece that people can see you and go oh she's just like she's just a cool person like she's just like me she has coffee or she does this or she does that so that's that relatable piece yeah and you also give them a little taste of your knowledge of what you know and we always say people do business with people they know like and trust so over time if you're showing up consistently they start to trust who you are they get to see who you are and then they get to see that you have value and then that leads when you do have something to launch a product to buy or whatever they now go oh yeah she knows a lot about that i've been seeing that you know she's been talking about that a lot in her stories lately and then there's a good chance that they're going to, you know, join your webinar or buy your product or, you know, DM you for more information and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And but this is, a, oh, yeah. sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, this is why it's so important as well for people to truly like lead themselves in whatever it is they do. Like if you, um, and, and when we are saying like authenticity and like people can tell, because let's yeah. say for example, you're like launching a program or something that's helping people with a particular type of thing, but you don't actually like fully lead yourself in that area. Like, yeah, maybe you've learned all about it, but when it comes to like push comes to shove, it's not something that's like fully integrated into your life. It's not something that you practice effortlessly in your life, then it's like, it's going to be a lot harder for your audience to like really feel that that's something that they want to be led by, by you, you know? And versus like when you're just like, even if it's like a little thing, it's not like you have to explain, oh, I'm doing my journaling because it's clearing my energy and it's blah, blah, blah. Like if you just yeah. post the photo of you journaling, it's like the, the energy and the vibe is there. They can see like, oh, I see her leading herself every day. I see her yeah. doing this every day. Like, yes, Honestly. it makes sense. She's the person to teach me this. Yeah. And I know it sounds crazy to be like, show your coffee every day, but people get used to seeing that from you. They like consistency, right? Yeah. So- kind of like, I mean, I don't do it every day, but I definitely will show a lot of my morning routine. And sometimes that's just my, my mug under my Nespresso hitting the button and seeing the coffee come out and posting like, Hey, it's 6am. I'm up. I'm, I'm ready for the day. Or sometimes it's me sitting on the couch with my dog, you know, in my journal. Cause he always comes up beside me when I sit down on the couch. Right. But people get used to seeing a, a snapshot of my morning. And yeah. so they, when they don't see it, it's almost like they get like, Hey, where's, where's Shana's coffee picture this morning? I didn't see it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and those, those are the kinds of things that maybe you think are meaningless and people don't care, but they do, you know, they like to see that little, the, a little window into your life. Yeah, um, totally. the, the, so the key is, is, is showing up in those stories consistently mm-hmm. uh, and then knowing where your ideal clients are hanging out and making sure that's where you're showing up. Mm-hmm. And, Um, you know, with social media, I think too, it's, it's, um, you know, Instagram is a, is a full, a very, it's a, it's an awesome platform. It's very full and it's also keeping your, your mind or your awareness to what's coming up the pipe, right? Like, so one of the things I'm dabbling in right now is TikTok. I'm hearing a lot of people talk about TikTok. There's a lot of celebrities that are moving into TikTok. There's a lot of talk about TikTok. Gary Vee is somebody I follow and yeah. I listen to his podcast. I love what he has to share. And he's saying LinkedIn and TikTok right now are two platforms that if you're not playing in those platforms, you should be because first of all, LinkedIn is um, a place where there's um, it's, it's moving more like to a, like a Facebook kind of platform where you can post videos and, mm-hmm. and you can content and all that stuff, but there's not a ton of people playing in it. So your, your exposure in LinkedIn is going to be you're going to be seen a lot easier on LinkedIn right now because it doesn't has have as big of a pool as Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of people as well are using it for the very basics. Like people aren't necessarily using it for um, 
for exposure, like what you were talking about. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Like right now, LinkedIn, if you've got content of any kind and you put on LinkedIn, like he was even like there, the example was if you're a fitness person mm -hmm. you know, and you have fitness information and, and help, <laughs> excuse me, I'm going to cough. I'm sorry. <clears throat> um, if you have information on, on, you know, fitness or health or food related things, and you could do like tips for busy entrepreneurs, how to get in a quick workout at a hotel, how to, how to eat when you're traveling, guess who's on LinkedIn. Those are all busy entrepreneurs that probably travel a lot and are often busy and on the go. So mm -hmm. you're not, you know, you're not on there because you're trying to hire somebody or whatever you're on there because you're trying to say, Hey, listen, I can help you in this format. Right. And then is it's, it's all a bunch of people who are, you know, typically either entrepreneurs or working or, you know, in that capacity and they actually have a higher income bracket and yeah. are, more likely going to spend money on your programs and stuff because the average income on LinkedIn, I think is a hundred thousand dollars a year. And the average income on Instagram is 30,000. Right. So you've got people who can afford your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a, a bigger playing ground. Mm -hmm. And then TikTok is just, I don't know where it's going to go. I, I, I can see the value. I can see what some, like some of the bigger entrepreneurs, like the Gary V's and, and stuff are on there. I'm just kind of watching them. I'm kind of playing with it myself. Mm -hmm following certain people and I'm seeing what they're doing. Mm -hmm. um, is it going to be the next Instagram? I don't know. Is it, is it something that I don't want to be behind with if it does become the next Instagram? Absolutely not. You know, I want to yeah. be kind of playing around in there. So all I'm saying is you don't have to spend a ton of time, you know, in those things, but definitely know what they are and sign up for an account and, and like, you know, mess around with it and see, because if it does explode or when it does explode, at least you won't be just getting on. Again. Yeah. Listen, like I wish I had this like insight when I, when Instagram and like Facebook pages were like just becoming a thing yes. in yeah. like back in 2012, because, or whenever that was, yep. but I was like getting on them and it was like, that's when everyone was just like posting like six photos of their, of the sky or like their cat bowl, like just like random shit. But I wish I was like paying attention back then because I didn't get it that, Oh, you can use this. But also like, I was still like, not really at all in this like online business world. Like I was doing network marketing, but not at all. Like I was still like kind of old school, I guess. Yep. Um, so I had like no concept of it back then. So it's not like I can regret that, but it's like, that's why I'm like always like, not, I don't ever think we miss our chance at all. Like, and I don't think that like our number of followers or anything like that has a lot to do with it, but being seen on seeing online is still a big thing, you know, and the more people genuinely see you, the better. Like, yeah. Right? And I think it's also just, it's just being aware again of, yep. of what are these platforms? How are they working? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like I've got a bunch of stupid videos on there that mean nothing, but I'm mm -hmm. trying to figure out the algorithms. I'm trying to learn, you know, what, what videos get attention and which videos don't. I have one video that's gotten over 50,000 views. All I did was open up a package that I got in the mail. People loved it, you know? And yeah. so I'm like, okay, so I, you know, I'm just, I'm assessing, you know, what's happening on there. And then the other thing when it comes to social media is like, well, first of all, video is everything. You have to start doing videos for sure. But how can you do videos differently? Like mm -hmm. I, the thing is, is, I think we go online and we see all these entrepreneurs doing things and we think, oh, I should start doing that. And then we start doing what they're doing, which is great. And I, I'm not, I have no, nothing wrong with that. I do that too. Mm -hmm. But then I want you to take it to the next level. Okay. If everybody's doing it this way, how can I do that, but do it differently? You know, mm -hmm. like what is, what is there something? And I don't know what the answer is to that. You kind of have to brainstorm it because 
that's, that's going to like, if you start doing things differently, even though it's different, I know sometimes you're like, Ooh, but it's different. I don't want to put that out there. People might not like it, but what if they freaking love it? You know, what if everybody starts seeing what you're doing and starts like copying you because you're doing things differently? Yeah. Try to push the envelope a little bit on social media and how can you show up differently than everybody else? What can you do different in your stories or do different in your posts or, you know, and see how it, you know, throw it out there and see how it goes. Right. Exactly. I love that. That's so good. Such awesome tips. This has been such a valuable conversation. Um, in terms of like being people being able to connect with you and kind of like watch you and observe what you're doing and just be a part of your world, like how can people connect with you? What's the best place? Absolutely. So Instagram, of course, is at Shane Recker. Um, yeah. If you want to check out my TikToks, <laughs> you can check me out on TikTok at Shane Recker. Yeah. Um, and uh, obviously Facebook, I have uh, my business page, which is also Shane Recker. I was able to, I was able to get all of those handles across the board without having to put any special characters or anything. In there. That's amazing. Yeah. Which is another reason why you got to go over to these platforms and claim your space because you can only have one of your name. You know, exactly. like exactly and those things right um that's what I'm so grateful for having a super unique name I'm like oh yes. thank goodness because I'm Viola Hug on everything yeah so and yeah. I'm Shana Recker on everything so basically if you just search that you'll find me and then my, my website is uh, shanarecker.com mm-hmm. and uh yeah you can find me around and and happy to have chats in my dms if you have questions about strategy on business whether it's clarity platforms um to use mm-hmm if it's on social media launching all of those things I I basically dabble in it all so uh, Mm -hmm. I'm happy to help yeah amazing I love that thank you so so much and to everyone listening like definitely go and apply those tips um see and and also like I always say like make sure you really listen with like a what what's the because you might already be like mailing Instagram but what's the like two percent difference that you could you could do right now that could be like the thing to like really really elevate your brand because it is true instagram is a super busy platform and not just instagram but everything instagram is such a busy platform that it's like there's a huge difference between the people that are playing in the excellence field and people who are just like doing well you know so and it comes back to you know like what you had said earlier you would you were you know on insta stories talking about you being on the floor with your cat right like that's that's something that's a little bit different and look at the response that you got from that right it's something that different and you you share it. So it's like document your journey. Like if you're just starting in the business space, like go on to Insta stories and talk about what you're going through. Talk about some of the things that you're struggling with. Talk about some of the things that went right. Talk about the new coach that you signed up with or the new program that you're trying or whatever it is, you know, document the process of starting the business because that's going to inspire people. And, you know, I just think that we, we sometimes discount the things that we can share on social media because we think nobody wants to see that, but mm-hmm. I'm telling you, everybody wants to see it all. Mm-hmm. So just throw it out there and have people, you know, follow your journey and be on it with you. Um, mm-hmm. I promise you that'll take you, that'll take you far. Yeah. Amazing. I love that. Well, thank you so, so much again. And to the audience listening, remember, if you want to continue the conversation, you can do so over in my Facebook group, Abundant Babes, a home for the visionary, which you're always welcome to join. It's a completely free group. And um, please message me. And I'm sure Shane is the exact, like you can message me. Like I love receiving messages. I will always respond. Um, if there's anything that you ever want to like share personally. Um, and yeah. If you, if you do screenshot the episode and put it onto your story, remember to tag us. <laughs> Yay. Yes. Yay. Love that. I yeah. Love that.
people when they do that. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you so much. And I'll catch you all, all of you listeners next week. And thank you again, Shana. You're welcome. Thanks Bye. for having me.